Welcome to the Mid-Stage Startup Momentum Podcast. Each week, we interview up-and-coming founders of some of the fastest-growing mid-stage startups across the world. Your host is Roland Siebelink, who will share some of his own experience helping startups scale from 10 to 1,000 people in a few years. Here is Roland. Hello, and welcome to the Mid-Stage Startup Momentum Podcast. My name is Roland Siebelink, and I'm an ally and facilitator for many of the fast-growing startups in the entire world. We're really happy today to have with us up-and-coming startup out of Israel, dialing in from Tel Aviv is Yaron Shapira, the co-founder and CEO of 8Fig. Hello, Yaron. Hi. Hi, Roland. Thank you for having me today. It's uh, the honor is entirely ours, so we're very glad that you could uh, fit us into your busy schedule, Yaron. So let's just get started with the same question I ask every founder at the beginning. What does 8Fig do? Who do you serve? And what difference are you making in the world? So we are helping uh, e-commerce sellers uh, to grow. Mm-hmm. E-commerce sellers are very small businesses, mm-hmm. Three, four, five people in the team, uh, very talented, very skilled in what they are doing. They are running very profitable businesses, mm-hmm. uh, obviously very scalable businesses, mm-hmm. but they are running online, right? But one of the things that they lack is an executive team, mm-hmm. an experienced executive team. I mean, someone like a CFO, they will mm-hmm. usually use external accountants or external advisors that can help them in this field. Same goes with COO, chief operations officer or chief marketing officer. They might have some of these skills, but rarely they will have all of these skills. Now, as these businesses grow and they grow, believe me, they Mm -hmm. are growing Mm -hmm. so fast, so fast. They are so good. Mm -hmm. At some point, they start seeing, or not seeing, they are starting to feel the impact of the lack of these positions mm-hmm. in their teams, which just makes sense. They are very lean businesses mm-hmm. by nature, and therefore they will also suffer from that. Mm-hmm. So me and my partners, we are engineers. Uh, we know to build product, this, to, to build technologies. Yeah. This is what you no, know, this is what we are doing for the last uh, 20, 20, 25 mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm. And in our last business, uh, we developed technology to underwrite risks in supply chain. So we really became experts in that. And then we thought we are able to take our abilities of building technologies and our knowledge in supply chain and try to help these awesome entrepreneurs, these mm-hmm. sellers, to grow their business using the data that we have to help them to manage their supply chain better, to help them to get better executive decisions mm-hmm. they are doing on their financials, in their operations, in their marketing. And this is the mission that uh, we took upon us. Uh, we hope that we are doing this uh, good for our, our clients. And we are happy to serve them. Excellent. And just to be clear, Yaron, this is not a consulting for those e-commerce sellers. It's really a productized offering, isn't it? This is correct. We are not, we are not consultants. As I said, we are engineers. 
Right? Mm-hmm. We know, we all learned uh, computer science. Uh, we built products for years, financial products, data products. This is, we, we know to build technology. Mm-hmm. So what we did over here, we, did, we are collecting tons of data about supply chain. As I told you, this is what we are doing since our last company. So we are mm-hmm. doing this for the last decade. We have tons of data on supply chain. We know how a sustainable and healthy supply chain should look like. Mm-hmm. We are using this data to feed our AI engine, yep. which is analyzing every business individual, every mm-hmm. business independently, because every business, every small business, every e-commerce seller is different. Mm-hmm. They have different supply chains, lead times, cost structure, marketing needs, different competition. So we analyze every business individually and the, and the AI, the technology offer them the relevant and tailored uh, business plan to how to manage their supply chain according to the changes that are actually happening all the time. I might even say on a weekly basis. Oh, very and interesting. Mm-hmm. And what is so unique about us is that we are not just offering them funding. We do. We mm-hmm. offer them funding to help them to carry on their business plan to execute them. But I might say that the secret source or what our clients mainly uh, care about is the fact that we help them to plan their uh, supply chain, mm-hmm. which means that every change that they have in their business is going to influence their cash flow. Let yeah. me try to explain. Mm-hmm. So we said earlier that they are lacking a executive team or executive mm-hmm. experience, which leads them to mainly experience, let's call it three layers of problems. Layer mm-hmm. number one, how do I get funded? Mainly working capital, um, and then they are seeking for companies who are able to provide this working capital. This is mm-hmm. layer number one. Yeah. Layer number two is how do I get my logistics done? Which means how do I do fulfillment? How do I make international payment? So more on the logistics side. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, how do I make my sales? What we believe in 8FIG I'm telling you this based on years of working with small businesses Mm -hmm. uh, in e-commerce and supply chain, is that each layer influences the the next one. Let's say that they have some delays in their logistics. Mm -hmm. Problems in the manufacturing or problems in, in shipping or whatever. This is going to cause changes in their sales which is then going to cause changes in their needs for working capital, which then feeds the logistics again and says it, and it's going on and on and on. What we saw is that these changes happen to these businesses on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you think about this, it's a little bit of crazy. It's a crazy business, right? It's like sailing a ship through wild waters, right? (laughs) Exactly. If there are e-commerce sellers who are listening to us right now, they, I think that they might uh, see themselves in this problem on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. They are getting calls from their manufacturers, from their freight forwarders, 
mm -hmm. their partner who is dealing with the sales, there are changes like on a weekly basis. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. These changes in eight-fig case are being fed into the system. Yeah. Dating the plan. And then what we do, we translate these changes into the, the updated needs for cash flow. So the cash flow is super flexible and adjustable to the changes that they are uh, experiencing every week. And you mentioned in the beginning, Yaron, that you help primarily these very small e-commerce sellers, right? Is this something that can grow with your clients or at some point in time, it just turns too complex and then you're saying, well, you're not in our target market anymore? It's actually the opposite. Oh, really? So yeah, so it, it turned out that the bigger they become, the more they understand their business, and therefore, the more they understand our service. So it actually is the opposite. I but see. So, yes, our name is 8Fig. 8Fig mm -hmm. is, is, is named after uh, our goal. We yes. want to have these e-commerce sellers to go to be 8 figures. 8 figures means mm -hmm. that they are dozens of millions of dollars per year. Exactly. We are very to say that we already helped a six-figure sellers to become seven-figure mm -hmm. sellers. We also helped low seven-figure sellers to become eight-figure sellers. So we already have a bunch of, of, uh, of uh, these super, super successful uh, entrepreneurs. And actually, the bigger that they become, the more they understand what value we give them mm -hmm. that we help them to plan their supply chain to maneuver through the struggles that they are that they are seeing let me give you an example mm -hmm. we had prime day on amazon let's talk about amazon sellers yeah we had prime day on early july mm -hmm. uh, none of us knew how it's going to to go yeah will it be successful will it be a, a disaster uh, we we heard in the news all the time about challenges in in the market. Now, what you are going to do? Should mm -hmm. I order inventory? Should I not order inventory? Same question now about Q4 and the holiday season. Will it be a high season as it should be, or or will it not? What will happen then in Q1? Usually low season for most of the products, not all of them, but most of the products. These are questions that our clients uh, deal with on a, on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. What we tell is that through very detailed planning, which is what they are doing in our system, right? planning, and then as they see results in the market, they can adjust the plan. The plan is adjustable. It's not... Mm -hmm. Not that you 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 make a, a plan and then it is fixed. You make it once and then you are keep on updating it. It gives them the let's call it the peace of mind to be able to make plan, change the plan, right. and always have a, a funding partner. Yeah. Who's, who is going to support you. How do you find those uh, e-commerce sellers? What is your go-to market? How do you reach out to them? How do you get people to sign up for a platform like this? Yeah. So we believe in, uh, in product 
and in giving value through the product. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing in the company is to focus on building our product to be the best that it can be. Mm -hmm. The product is super complex in its backend. Mm -hmm. Our work is very hard. We are doing the heavy lifting and we are making sure that the front end of the product, what our clients experience is super simple. Making it mm -hmm. super simple means that it's super hard for yeah, the engineers <laughs> in the backend. And this is what, what the company is focusing on. And then what we are doing to get the clients to notice it is just to try to talk about that, to mm -hmm. try to show it to them in events, in podcasts, on social networks, to try to expose what value our product can give them. And then we just let them experience the product. We exactly. believe that our product is the best uh, seller for us. So how big do you think that uh, this could grow over time, Yaron? What, and if even if you have a big vision, what are the biggest barriers you need to get out of the way? I think if you are talking about barriers, I think it's, it's mainly awareness. Yeah. Uh, you are currently helping me with this barrier. <laughs> uh, and the listeners are hopefully too. <laughs> exactly. It, it's about awareness. We, yeah. we want us to be aware of the fact that there is a company that is not just offering them uh, a loan. Yeah. Getting a loan is, is awesome, right? Mm -hmm. But we think that they need more. They need someone to help them on their planning, their supply chain. Yeah. And according to the planning, offer the financing. And then whenever the supply chain changes, the, fund, the funding is, change, uh, is changing as well. So I think the barrier is about awareness mm -hmm. is to make people know that this almost science fiction can be <laughs> Because what is usually happening is when people hear about that, they say, okay, you are a bunch of very good consultants. And no, it's not like it's not like that. We do not believe that we as an individuals are smarter than the e-commerce sellers. The e-commerce sellers are the real entrepreneurs. Yes, they are. They are the entrepreneurs that are that are driving e-commerce. Okay, let's talk about this in a second. But they are they are the real entrepreneurs. We are not smarter than, 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 than them. We just know to play the data better because, mm -hmm. because we are engineers. So we are trying to support them from the data science point of view to give them the insight that we learned from the market mm -hmm. to try to help them to navigate through very challenging atmosphere where their business lives. Mm -hmm. So this is what we are trying to do. We are trying to empower the real entrepreneurs. So you're really more offering a compass, not setting the direction, right? No, it's very important for us not to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. they, exactly. E-commerce sellers already achieved something awesome. I usually look at our clients in admiration. Mm -hmm. They build from scratch, from nothing, from their, mm -hmm. from their garage. Right. Usually from their passion, they build a business. They are usually selling things that they are passionate about. Mm -hmm. It's a problem that they have. It's something that they like. It is their hobby. 
it's usually something they are very passionate about. They, mm -hmm. they try to sell it, they failed and failed and failed and failed and then, and then they succeeded. Mm -hmm. And they are doing great, great, they are doing great business. So I do not think that we are in a position Mm -hmm. Tell them what to do. They probably know to do it by themselves. We are in position to help them with some data analysis that we did, that we are able to do because we do it in scale, mm -hmm. and to help them to avoid problems, to help them to finance their dreams. We think that this is our task. This is how we can add value to these uh, great entrepreneurs. So How big could this be exactly? How where are you today in terms of uh, you know whatever you can share in number of clients or revenues or anything, and then how big do you see this grow uh, maybe in a ten year time frame? Yeah, so I will share this in a second, but I just mm -hmm. want to zoom out a little bit, please, because it's not it's not about eight feet. The story is much much bigger than mm -hmm. uh, eight feet. Please look at uh, e-commerce. I think that e-commerce today in year 2022 is very similar to the internet at year 2000. Mm -hmm. so not all of us remember this. this I year, do, I do. I'm old enough. <laughs> for the ones, but for the ones who, who do, they remember for the ones who don't, I will try to, I will try to describe how it was. In year 2000, Please, yes. internet was here. Everyone used that. Everyone knew that this is going to be the future. Mm -hmm. It was clear, okay? Yeah. What was not clear is where exactly it's going to go. We mm -hmm. couldn't imagine big companies like Netflix, like Amazon, mm -hmm. like mobile phones running on the way. We couldn't imagine it in year 2000, but we all knew that something big is coming and we knew that this is the future. Exactly. I think that e-commerce at year 2022 is very similar. So. Mm -hmm is here we all use that it's clear that this is the future of commerce but i think it's too young yet mm -hmm. for us to really understand that impact that this is going to have upon our lives mm -hmm. what i do know is that this is going to be a success in us the e-commerce penetration is just 20 percent compared yes. to UK penetration at 40%. So mm -hmm. US still has a lot to, to grow. UK has a lot to grow as well. It's 20% e-commerce. It means 80% brick and mortar. Yes. It's a big guess to say that in a few years, it will be 80% e-commerce, 20% brick and mortar, right? Now, we know that this is going to happen. We do not know what impact is going to have, but I can tell you what I do know. I know that e-commerce is going to be success. Yeah. And I also know that e-commerce is very democratized today. It's being led mainly by small businesses. Mm -hmm. You can see it in Amazon reports that they are reporting that more than 60% of their sales come from independent, independent sellers. These are mm -hmm. these small businesses. Exactly. Think, and I think this is what we are going to see. We are going to see a lot of small businesses, people working from home, uh, doing what they are passionate about, and they are going to be the real backbone of e-commerce. Uh, how do you compare 8FIC to other independent seller-focused platforms such as uh, Shopify comes to mind or maybe Amazon? 
are you seeing them as competitors, as collaborators, as uh, potential exit opportunities? If you want to answer that, of course. Mm. You can mention them as both partners and competitors in a sense. Mm -hmm. Potential exit, I will put aside. I, I do not subscribe to that. I think that HVG is able to grow itself to be a very meaningful platform and data focused company that is helping e-commerce in general growing. Mm -hmm. So let's put the exit aside. This Fair is enough, our, yes. <laughs> our but Amazon and Shopify, you touch two of maybe the best admirable companies in our uh, industry, helping mm -hmm. of uh, people to be successful. We have so much respect to this platform. They are doing a great job. Of course, they are partners because our clients are using their platforms to sell their uh, goods. Yes. And both Amazon and, and Shopify are doing a great job in doing, in doing that. Uh, you can say that they are competitors because Amazon, of course, offers Amazon loans, Shopify offers Shopify capital. So you can uh, see this as competition. I do not see this as real competition because maybe they they compete with us on the funding layer. Mm -hmm. But as I explained earlier, there is funding is just one layer. Yes, exactly. We have logistics, we have sales, and the influence that each each layer has upon each other. And at that point, I think I think that we are winning. Yeah. Uh, on providing working capital, there are many opportunities. The two that that you mentioned, many many others. But I think that we are offering something more deep, more yes, a higher value offering, right? Yes, more long term. We see ourselves as their partners. I think it's a little bit different to be successful. I love the I love the strong purpose behind the business. That's uh, that's very clear. So Yaron, as people are listening to this uh, podcast, how can they help Aidfig? What are you looking for, and where should they find go to find out more about the company? So you should go to aidfig.co. Yeah. Uh, register uh, to the platform. Uh, read some stories about our clients. How mm -hmm. how they. Uh, do that like what are the steps that they did in order to be su successful what part Aidfig uh, took in helping them in their journey mm -hmm. some of these stories educate yourself a bit about what we how we can help you register start to, ex to explore that it's self-explanatory you do not need to get on the phone with anyone just just start to, to explore the uh, product how can they help us just please come, please experience, tell us what you think, tell us what we can do more, more, more for you. Uh, we are adding more and more features, more and more helping our clients to, to execute their supply chain all, all the time. Um, please join us. Sounds amazing. So just to repeat, uh, go to 8fig.co. So the number 8 and then F-I-G.co. This was Yaron Shapira, the co-founder and CEO of 8fig, who gave us an extremely good overview, not only of the business, but the bigger, broader changes in society and e-commerce in particular. Really appreciate your time, Yaron. Thank you so much for joining the Midstage Startup Momentum podcast. Thank you so much for having me today. And for the audience, we will have another amazing interview with one of the world's most momentous startup co-founders in the next week. Keep listening. Thank you.
Like what you heard? Subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Tune in next time for more hot startups and interviews with some of the highest momentum startup founders in tech today.